Welcome to Run to Thrive, a show for runners who are ready to live, lead, and run with more energy, engagement, and enjoyment in their everyday life. Each episode, you'll gain insight, inspiration, and motivation, and hear from leaders, influencers, and everyday heroes who run to fuel their success in life and work so that you can learn how to thrive on the run and beyond. I'm Matt Mills, a professional life, leadership, and running coach. And I'm so excited that you're here so that you can discover how running can help you step into your greatest potential and develop a stronger body, mind, and spirit. Ready to go? Let's get moving. Welcome. I'm excited you're joining me today. And I want to talk about those moments in your life, your work, your running, when you just get stuck. Maybe you're in a rut, not feeling motivated. Maybe you feel like you're on a treadmill that won't stop, or maybe you're stuck just getting the same results. In all these instances, you know that something has to change, and there are a lot of different ways to make that change happen, and you might be considering a number of these different ways. You might want to totally shake things up and do something dramatically different, or You don't make any change at all and stay exactly where you are. But with either of those choices, you're not getting to where you want. But as a leader in your life, in your work, and as a runner, you don't need to take either of those paths. There's a better way to get bigger results and make a bigger impact faster. And all it requires is commitments to small change. When you make small changes, even just one It can shift everything for you. And that's what I want to dive into today. As runners, we're often creatures of habit. We have the same roots. We run the same time of day. If you watch closely at races, you'll see a lot of people get into their own pre-race routines. Maybe they wear their favorite socks. They eat particular foods. They do a particular type of warm-up. And when things don't go as planned, particularly over time, They may think they need to do something completely new and different to get better results. Maybe this means change your training plans, completely change your diet, start running twice a day, or stop running as often as you are and run dramatically less. You might think you need to throw out all the habits and start fresh. Or what happens is there's nothing that's changed and you keep getting the same results. And that gets stale pretty fast. This also happens a lot with people in their business and their work. And I often see this a lot with leaders that I coach. They get into a routine and they think this is the way that it's always been done or the way that I've always done it. Or they don't know that there's another way to get results. So they keep doing what they're doing, even if they know they need to shift something so they don't keep feeling stuck where they're at. It can also happen in our personal lives when we're out of balance and overwhelmed, particularly if we have a busy work life. You think, well, I just can't have my phone away from me, or I am working too much, but I can't focus on self-care right now. And so that's something that gets sacrificed. And it can feel like it's being in a trance. The first thought is something is wrong and something needs to be changed or addressed But then when it comes to the solution, there are two problems that often come up that are opposite of each other. One is that we think the solution requires huge change. 
An example of this is when I see people who are frustrated with their jobs or their career paths, especially younger professionals. And they immediately decide, well, I guess I'll go to law school or business school or make a complete dramatic change without really thinking and reflecting about it, even if I don't know exactly what it is that I want to do. And this was a mistake that I almost made myself. When you get into that big change thinking, you think that the only solution is to make a huge shift. But when that happens and you take that approach, it's easy to get overwhelmed way too fast And then that leads to discouragement from you not only making that change, but also avoid making any change in the future. The second issue is that there's often a fear of change and getting out of your comfort zone. And this is big for runners who are into routines. A runner might think, if I make any change, it'll affect everything. If I make a small change in my diet or in my pre-workout routine or in the way that I stretch, or in the way that I'm balancing my strength training, or if I take a day off, then everything else is going to be affected. And so there's an assumption that there's going to be a big risk with any kind of change. So when you're feeling discomfort, it's not telling you to stop or telling you that you need to change everything. It's just telling you that you need to adjust. Think of this as a new outfit that doesn't quite fit right. If it's a little too big or a little too small, you wouldn't throw away the entire outfit. You'd get it tailored. You do a small adjustment here, an adjustment there until it fits right. But the idea is that you're making these small changes to have the outfit fit the way that you want it to. There are two recent examples when I experienced this and made some small changes that made some big impacts for myself. One was in my training. Lately, I was starting to feel that my legs were sluggish and I was just getting really tired on my runs. My knees were sore and at first I thought, you know, maybe I need a longer break or maybe I need to shift when I run or try something totally new. Maybe that means shifts only to weight training or take a Pilates or something like that. I thought the issue was something bigger and I thought it was tied to a big change that I needed to make in my running. But what I did was I took a step back and assessed what was going on And I realized that my shoes were getting old and worn out. So I bought new shoes and that completely changed everything. It addressed the core issue. And when I did that, it not only helped me physically, I felt a lot better on my runs, but the fact that I felt better physically helped me stay more motivated, get more confidence. And it was also just fun and exciting to get new shoes. Any other area where I saw that a small change made a huge impact was in my work. I was having a problem with procrastination and a lack of focus. And I tried everything repeatedly. I tried shifting my calendar. I promised to work more on the weekends. I thought about changing some stuff in my business. And I thought it through and reflected and asked myself about the small things first. And I recognized that one of the big issues was that my email habits were getting in the way. So I tried something out for a week. I put on my calendar four distinct times when I would check my email, and immediately I noticed different results. I was more productive, I got way more done in less time, and it made me feel a lot more accomplished and less distracted. And what I realized is that I didn't shift a ton of stuff in my calendar, I didn't download a bunch of productivity apps, and I didn't try something wildly new. I made one small change. Instead of checking my email constantly, 
which was just a habit that I was engaged in, I shifted it so that it was just checking my email on specific times of my day. So small changes can make a huge impact. And we often hear about companies that pivot and they make a huge change in their business model. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But something to keep in mind when you hear about companies that pivot is one, it takes time for those companies to have a successful pivot and sometimes they might not always work out. But the other thing to keep in mind is that a pivot isn't often the answer for you individually to make big shifts. It can start really small. There's a few things that immediately happen when you make these small changes. The first is that it shifts your energy. You get excited when you make a small change. And if you do it right, making a change can be fun. If you approach it in a way where it's not going to dramatically change everything for you, but it's just something that's really small that you can feel good about it. It's going to shift your energy in a really positive way. Another shift that happens is that you have more motivation. When you make that one small change and you recognize that it's creating some immediate results, you're going to be motivated to keep that momentum going. And along with that, it's going to breed more confidence. So you're going to be more confident in making other small changes. And over time, that's going to build. And those small changes are going to lead to bigger changes over time. Because success breeds success. When you start small, those successes build, and then ultimately, they'll get bigger and bigger. So how do you make it easy in a way where you can make these small changes that lead to these bigger results? And one of the first steps is that you want to listen in on what is it that's draining your energy? What is the core issue that's really draining you, that's really keeping you stuck? If it's something physical, then you want to identify what is it that I can physically change? What's that small change that I can make to help my body feel really good? If it's something mental, think about what's draining you mentally. Maybe it's something that's creating these negative thoughts in your minds that's really impacting you in a lot of different ways. But when you identify that core issue, it's easier to know what that small change is that you need to make. And with that, you want to ask yourself, what is the smallest change that you can make? As I mentioned before, a lot of times we think even with small changes, they need to be pretty big, but they don't. They can be the smallest change possible. When I made that change to buy those new pair of shoes, that was a pretty small change. I often buy shoes at least a few times a year, so I knew it was time. So it wasn't even that big of a dramatic change. It was something that I had already done, but I knew it was that change that could help me in that moment. So ask yourself, what's the smallest change? And the other thing is that you want to take this as an experiment. Nothing has to be set in stone. Commit to the change for just a week. And then after the week, reflect and see what was working, what wasn't working for you. But experiment on something that you want to change. Don't commit to it and think that you're going to be a failure if it doesn't work. When you change 1% to 2%, that is really, really small. That'll add up. So if you make 1% to 2% change every week, over a year, that's going to be a 50 to 100% change that you've made for yourself in whatever particular area that you want to make that shift in. So what is the small change that you're going to make? Are you going to go buy new shoes or new socks, try running at a different time of day, 
Are you going to stop checking your email after a certain time? Are you going to give yourself an extra 15 to 30 minutes of sleep? Those are just a few examples, but whatever it is that you decide, commit to it for just one week and notice what changes. I promise that when you commit to one small change, big results will happen. Until next time, I'll catch you on the run. Thanks again for joining us on the Run to Thrive podcast. I hope you enjoyed this week's show. If you're interested in learning more about how you can live, lead, and run at your best, visit coachingontherun.com and follow on Facebook and Instagram at Coaching on the Run. And if you like what you heard today on Run to Thrive, please leave a review and remember to subscribe to receive new episodes as soon as they're released. Until next time, I'll catch you on the run.